This is our jingle. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. Hi everyone. Hi everyone. You're right. You're right. Are you all right? Are you, all right? Are you okay? Let us know. Drop in the comments below. Drop us a comment. Drop us a message. Drop us a DM. So, hope everyone is having a great week. Absolutely. I'm in a bit of a mood right now because the sun is literally shining my eyes. Like, do you want to go out? Sorry, I'm just going to release that anger. I feel very attacked. Let me just have a sip of my drink. Please do. Hydrate, darling. Oh, gosh, you've got them good there. Thank you. Um. So. So, Al. Today. Today. We are talking about. We are talking about. The, the G, G word. Oh. <gasps> That was really good. For we us. just high fived. So, um, so the G word. So, what that means to us is three things. So, we're going to be talking about get a grip, get a life, mm. and get over it. So, the first one we're going to start with is get a grip. I'm real. So, these are three pieces of advice that I think they're just chucked around and I joke with my friends all the time. I, I say these things all the time. Yeah. But some people actually do say them for real. For real, yeah. Um, and I think these are, these are what I like to call throwaway pieces of advice. Yeah. That I think... I haven't the, got much meaning that aren't really thought about when they're said. Correct. But actually can have a lot of damage. Absolutely. So I think it's important that we delve into these today. So, Al, yeah. let's start with get a grip. Get a grip. Let me think. Get a grip. Well, I think when we think of get a grip, we can put it into situations of like emotional situations. So say someone's upset or they're crying and people, I say, normally I think it's in a, people will say in a jokey way, like, oh, just get a grip. Like, it's all right. Like, but I guess also people can also say it in like a get a grip. Like, this isn't deep. Like almost like diminishing your feelings Mm -hmm. and invalidating what you feel and what you think. Um, which, um, personally, not a massive fan of, but um, yeah, I think it. Yeah, sorry, I need to burp. Lovely, let you do that. Uh, Lovely. Me. I think get a grip. Also, another G word that I've forgotten about was grow up. Mm. So I think that's another one we'll talk Come about. Back, yeah, too, but yeah. get a grip. I think basically says for me you can't feel like that yeah so if somebody is cr- i've i've seen get a grip use a lot when someone is upset mm-hmm. and i think when you say get a grip you're basically saying that that person is weak so they need to grab onto something to make yeah. them stronger i feel like we get it a lot in anxiety as well or we're nervous about something yeah get it's a like grip. oh my god just get a grip like and just do it yeah in the words of nike just do it like just do it like, please sponsor us. Please sponsor. Please sponsor us. Um, <coughs> sorry. Um, yeah, it's like as I say, it's. I think do you know what I think people do. I think people think it it helps. It will it'll magically turn the, those feelings off for people. Yeah. If they just think, turn it off. Yeah. Which, unfortunately, isn't the case. I'm afraid. No. Um. Yeah. I think instead of get a grip, I think it should be. Take time to process how you're feeling yeah but then when you've processed that do, put, do what you can to move on from forward. it don't yeah. allow yourself to for the anxiety or the emotion to consume you yeah um 
that's so funny. I'm literally about to reference what I spoke to you about yesterday. Yeah. Um, so I'm doing a lot of meditating at the moment. And, um, and guys, it's actually really helpful. It's really helped me with a lot of situations that I've had recently. Um, but I basically was listening to this one meditation session and they spoke to us about imagining your thoughts as a garden. Mm-hmm. Um, so think about your garden if you, if you have a garden. Um, but imagine one if you haven't. Um, so imagining the plants growing, um, like the nice colourful plants growing in your garden are like your good positive thoughts. Um, and your negative thoughts are the weeds that continues to grow and obviously kill all of the plants. <laughs> but we also, and also just for, to know for expectation purposes, weeds will never die unless you get weed color. But like in our mind, the way to get rid of a weed is by pulling it out. Mm-hmm. So we pull out the weeds and expecting that that's no, that's not going to completely fix everything. But if you could imagine yourself pulling a weed out to remove that negative thought and let your emotions breathe through your garden. Mm-hmm. It's just really helped me in terms of like visualizing where my emotions sit. And obviously that can be affected by outside, outside, um, outside behavior. Yeah. Stuff like yeah. That. So like rainfall, sunshine, like rain can really affect your garden or sunshine or snow, yeah, everything like that. So it's like a really interesting way to try and visualize your thoughts and emotions. Um, that is related. Yeah, think, no, it's we good. About. Yeah, sorry, I thought I'd be It's good. There. No, it's good. It, it, it's important that me and Al are both visual people. So when we can put things into a visual perspective, um, it helps us to relate to but, yeah. a situation better. I think if people do say, like, get a grip to you, like, as you were saying, it's taking the time that you need to um, work through your emotions rather mm-hmm. than instantly think, like I was saying, pulling out a weed mm. will evaporate that. It won't. No. Like, you, like I say, it will take... Actually, that's a, really, that's a really good analogy. The weed killer takes time to kill a weed. Mm-hmm. So you have to allow that time for the weed to die. Yeah. It's just like your thoughts and your emotions. You need to allow your thoughts time to die Mm -hmm. that sounds quite dark but Mm. like in the best way like we always say live and breathe your thoughts and Mm -hmm. emotions because you can't i feel like if you if you suppress and don't and pretend that your thoughts aren't there your thoughts and feelings don't exist those feelings will never go they'll follow you yeah that's amazing i think that's really good i feel like a philosopher (laughs) right book um so yeah we've done we've done get a grip the second one is grow up grow up i hate this I one hate that one because okay i love it like i do i again i joke with my friends this also isn't meant to be so deep but it's good to just yeah. like <clears throat> we're making it quite deep but yeah, it's not yeah deep. but it's good to just like you know if people they we're speaking about this is if people are using them in serious context yeah right <laughs> if you're using it as a joke with your friends because i definitely do that with my friends and you will hear me say it to al throughout yeah. the podcasts but this is purely that's for... a relationship that we've managed to establish where that's yeah. just our, our comedy and our, our humor this is actually for people who use it seriously seriously um so yeah get a grip grow um, up grow that up actually makes me sad because i remember like I don't think I can't remember I, I can't think of like an example where I was 
know, it was used on like for me. But like the thought of growing up when we were a kid, the, the, I know we all say this, but like, when we're young, we wish we were older. When we're older, we wish mm. we were younger. Mm-hmm. And it's like forcing, like telling, like, enforcing on someone that they need to grow up. It's like, oh no, actually it's really sad when you deep it. I think what it says is that when you tell someone to grow up, you're basically saying that they won't feel like that when they're a grown up. Mm-hmm. So they have to get to that place. Because if you grow up, you can't feel like what you're feeling because they're saying that the person that is feeling that is immature or they yeah. they are young. And that's a sad expectation to give to someone because when they actually do grow up, and they still feel these feelings because we do. Adults don't. We we still feel the same as yeah. children. We still have the same emotions. It's like, um, what was I talking? I was listening. I was talking to you about it. I can't remember about how like I what it was. But our parents are our parents. Oh no, I was talking to my flatmate even about it. Our pa- our parents were just like we were. Mm-hmm. At, say at this age, twenty four, twenty five. They're the same person. Mm-hmm. They're not different. So to have give that to make. To put that on someone to make give them an expectation that they need to grow up. Mm-hmm. That's sad because they're gonna feel these feelings. So it's like it's like telling them they're not gonna feel this when they're older. Yeah, yeah, but they absolutely will. And this is just a reminder that we're gonna speak in the later part of this episode about how you can use it in a jokey way and yeah. funny and stuff. But this is purely just reflecting on actually if you're using this when like someone comes to you in a time of like need and help and you say to them get a grip or grow up we're using it as because I feel like for me I I now use these in a funny way because they were said to me when I was younger so now I'm claiming back the power that it has and using it in a in a funny way rather than being like oh grow up like I'm using it in a funny way so that is get a grip grow grow up, up get a life get a life so yeah. we would say, I think we were saying, the, we'd hear that in things like get a life and when like, say you're watching something and it's like, oh my God, get a life. Like you actually watch that. Like there's like that, ex, there's that pressure that we can't do the things that we enjoy. Yeah. Because it's either deemed socially unacceptable or like, like I have an example. So, sorry, <coughs> it's for everyone to know some more about me. Um, I... Um, a massive sorry I'm checking it's still recording I think it is um, I'm, a, I'm a big gamer um, and I love love don't be so rude Megan <laughs> sorry she was, she was about to out me for being queer um, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, just a disclaimer I am not homophobic just <laughs> she says that to cover her back um, <laughs> um I I love Pokemon. I love Pokemon. Yeah. And I think sometimes naturally in society, like I used to watch it all on the way to on the way to work mm-hmm. and I'd have it on my phone and I could feel people like looking at my phone going, How old are you? Watching that. But I love it. And it brings me so much joy. Yeah. Like do you have any examples of that where you yeah. feel like you do something and it seems socially acceptable? I think for me, I am just a big character if you've not already guessed that and my humor is very childlike like i will simple simple humor yeah Mm. i I will like do things that would be deemed childish or immature like i'm just full of energy like i I, I was compared to i had two nicknames in work when i used to work at corey's pc world 
we start with you. Um, I used to be called Skittles because I was high on energy all the time. And I used to be compared to a Labrador puppy because people would say that I was so cute, but I was just always on like high like I don't drink alcohol I don't do drugs and like things like that but people would always think that I was like absolutely bladdered because and also there's no um judgment if you do drugs or drink just please do them safely um but I would like be so hyper and people would be like she's definitely bladdered but anyway moving on from that um I'm I'm a big energy and big and high on life and I I like people would say to me I'm making get a life like stop stop like Stop messing around. Stop messing around yeah. or stop you being embarrassing or stop stop doing this and stop doing that. But actually, like, that brings me so much joy. Do you know what I mean? Meg, and Meg not to speak on your behalf, but Meg loves to be the clown in the, in the room. Like, she loves... Who, me? We love to say that Meg has the room. <laughs> we haven't actually said that in so long, you know. That like, is oh, so oh, funny. She's got the room. That oh, is... She's got the room. But... That's very Meg, kind. Meg is a very... Well, That's very, very kind. kind. But, like... Meg is the comedy queen. Does that mean? <laughs> You're only saying this because it's on a podcast. You would not say that to my face. Alan is pulling a very um, pouty face right now, being like, I absolutely would not say that. I don't know what you mean, actually. I think I'm, <laughs> I think I'm very complimentary towards you, Megan. I actually Thank think... you for complimenting me. That's very kind. It's all right. I, as I say, this only, only matters because it's rolling. Yeah, of course. In the words, in the words of, oh, what did, um, oh, I've forgotten what the queen said in Drag Race, and it was like something about how RuPaul said, None of this matters until until the camera's rolling. Oh, wow, that's interesting. And I'm like, unreal. I feel that. I relate to that right now. Anyway. Um... But um, actually, um, with Get A Life, I think that um, it can be used in the context, especially for me, of, of like, if I'm doing something that is leisurely and is not seen as productive. So like, yeah. say if I do something like, if I sit on my sofa oh, right. yeah, yeah. and watch TV, I, for a long time before therapy, I had to like, Sorry, for a long time after therapy, I had to talk myself to being like, this is not lazy. Like, I am, this is still part of my schedule. This is still part of my life. But yeah. I know a lot of the time for people when they are doing things that are, are deemed in society as not productive, which actually is more self care yeah. and self love, yeah, yeah, yeah. people can use the word get alive because it's basically saying that you're being like, lazy. Like, like get, get alive. Like, like do, do something, something productive. Whereas actually, <laughs> I I would start, so what I've started to do is, uh, for 2024, I've got a diary and I write a schedule of what I'm doing in my day. Yeah. And what I do is I actually schedule in, like the traitors, for example, because obviously we watch the traitors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll schedule in the traitors or I'm going for a swim or I'm watching this TV program or I'm going to eat at this time. Like, yeah. even though obviously your timings are different and you shouldn't be like, you also shouldn't have the shame and guilt of if you don't do those particular timings that you're doing it wrong. Yeah. But the get a life thing, what I was going to say about that is that you're basically saying to someone that is doing something leisurely, that if they, if they, if you say get a life, you're saying that they're not, they're not, they've not got, they literally haven't, they've not got a life. And actually like people should celebrate the fact that they want to spend time <laughs> with themselves and doing something that they enjoy. Which is so that is life. important. And like, as you say, it's so Quality important. of life. I think as a society now, we've deemed, as you say, <clears throat> if we only do things that are productive, are actually meaningful. Mm-hmm. But if you can schedule times into your day, into your week, into your month, that brings you joy and is rest. Rest is so important. We learned from church. We went that one time. Yeah. Um, that. I do go to sorry, church. I do go to church. 
<laughs> I do go to church more so than just that just one, one time. time. She's a practicing Christian, but she goes uh, to church once. One Good. thing that we took away from that was um, amazing preach about um, rest and learning how to implement rest before work. Yeah. Which is so important. I think, as I say, as an outside, outside opinions deeming that that isn't... Okay. Yeah. But it's like, how do you expect to be productive or do all these things, achieve all these things without implementing times of rest Mm -hmm. and not a quote unquote, not having a life Mm. when really it's actually just bringing you joy and it's recharging you to do all of these things that you want to go out and do in your life. Yeah. It's all about the self-love. It's good. It's It's good. Love yourself. Can't love anybody else. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Um, So we've said, get a grip. We've said, grow up. We've said, get a life. Now this one, get over it. Get over it. Okay. So, get over it. Thoughts? That, to me, is just similar to get a grip, but for me, it's like enforcing someone to move past a situation that they haven't moved past. Get over it. It's actually so dangerous because what you're saying is that that person hasn't met your expectation and standard of when the perfect time is to be over something you're saying get over it so you're not respecting that person's boundaries because actually things like grief and things like um mental health health Mm. and trauma take time to process for people they you know people are in different seasons sometimes people can be in therapy process something be fine also people can still be fine even though they're processing something but also then they they might have to go back to it because they might need to dig in a bit deeper so i actually just think that is like a big big no big ick ick. get over it i think you're right i think you've hit it on the head like it's expecting someone it's, it's, I think it is very, it has a lot of similarities and kind of almost the same thing mm-hmm. as the get a grip. Like, it's an enforcement of moving on, like moving past something before you even move past it. Mm-hmm. Like, as I say, it's, for me, it's going back to the same thing about if you don't, how are you supposed to get over something unless you feel, feel it first? I always say, feel the feel. Feel the feel. So you don't feel the feel anymore? Yeah. Do you know another one that's just come to my head? That actually, I hate. Get on with it. Get on with it. <gasps> teachers, love you, teachers, but get on with it. I, oh my gosh, I hate that one because <laughs> you're basically saying that I'm dawdling. Which okay, fine. Like I get it. Sometimes I do go on a tangent and stuff, but get on with it. That is very like. I think that what you are doing is not doing what I should be doing. However, I do get it within a teaching perspective because yeah. like teachers have a role of authority mm-hmm. and if children are messing around, they should be, like, I do believe that Absolutely. children need yeah, discipline. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and children do need to be guided in that way. But again, it's meeting people where they're at and it's personal relationship and personal yeah. treating people as individuals rather than as a group thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, now let's lighten the mood. <gasps> So, using them in funny ways. So, like, we will use these things, like, get over it, get a life, da-da-da, within our friendship. But it's important to establish the friendship 
and absolutely because there's a line get build that relationship with someone first before you can start throwing out these things like get a grip get a grip grow up grow up I use that one I use grow up quite a lot because I use it so this is actually a shout out to Brogan McKelvey you're right Brogan you're right he will love this but um, he loved when I used to say grow up grow up at the academy because he would literally be like if I always use it if I get insulted so if somebody like throws shade at me I'll literally be like oh grow up (laughs) (laughs) or like get a grip like oh my god yeah now I think about I always say things like that but again it's right we because we as a cast we had a very we had a very funny relationship where like we could just we were so we were close enough to have that band with each other um so it was very interesting because very quickly we established that grounds yeah i think all of We're us were a similar vibe where we we had very similar humor yeah i think all of us actually like all 10 of us had that humor down so well Kettle. i actually think that as a group as a group as a group oh <gasps> my god no that so is that is a completely different podcast that's awful 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 <laughs> This is not X-rated. Um, not as, as a group. Oh my goodness, group. no. I actually think, not, I'm not, I'm not to say that, I'm not to like, guys, I'm sorry about this, but I think as a group we were quite funny. Yeah, we were, we were a funny group. And that's the only time that I will tell Brogan that he's funny. Love you, Brogan. <laughs> <laughs> it's only because I know he's listening to this. Um, oh, Brogan, bless you. Yeah, I think that we've pretty much covered everything there. I think we have, actually. Um, and I think... We just want to reiterate that, like, none of this podcast is serious. Like, obviously, yeah. there are things that I do agree with, like, and there's, again, time, place, different relationships that you can have these kind of banters with. But it's important if you do feel offended by what someone has said, you're not being sensitive. No, that's the thing to... Like, yeah. um, if somebody does say to you, get a life or whatever, and it's in a jokey way. And th- that's the reason why we wanted to do this particular episode is because... That is language that we do use and we didn't want people to think we're contradicting ourselves because we do use that. Yeah. But A, I would never use it to someone that I don't know. B, if I ever made somebody feel a type of way about me saying it, I would stop saying it. Yeah. And C, it's about building that foundation of that friendship and knowing what, what are the boundaries and what you can and can't say. Yeah. And people aren't sensitive. People aren't... Um, over exaggerating they're not dramatic they're not um attention seeking for saying that they don't feel comfortable with someone saying something to them um it's important to set your boundaries within any relationship that you have whether that be platonic or romantic or professional or personal um yeah well that was a lovely way to wrap that up i think thank you you're lovely. Good thing this is rolling. <laughs> um, this is a rare, rare footage actually of Meg and I being quite nice. Nice, I know. Maybe we need to delete this. Um, <laughs> might delete later. Might delete later. <laughs> um, yeah, so any local heroes for you? This episode, Al. Al is looking at me like, no, Meg, I don't have any. Any local heroes? Any heroes you want to shout out? Um, my local hero is um, this lovely woman in prep the other day I went and got my chai latte and I got my almond chocolate 
cookie guys if you have not had the almond chocolate cookies from prep <laughs> unreal but yeah she was super super sweet and i was like oh do you know what hope you have a good day um amazing yeah, that's my unsung hero my unsung hero local hero yeah good um probably unsung as well to be fair yeah P- these people need recognition this is why we do it we, we want to acknowledge someone who you may not really have a relationship with or you might do and just to like spread an act of kindness within a day that's really lovely that's lovely that's lovely so remember to follow us on instagram and tell your friends families and pets and absolutely the pets will be listening (laughs) all about this podcast and um we will see you for episode four. four enjoy bye bye now